Hey folks, and welcome to episode 19, the long-awaited episode 19. Uh, if you don't remember, my name is Sumo, and uh, I have been in a bit of upheaval, uh, doing a bit of moving, and also um, been kind of sick for a little bit, and uh, so I don't know if my voice is a little sore, but uh, I've been pretty much bedridden uh, for the last few days. Uh, we think it's the flu. Uh, we'll find out in a few days when I finally get to a doctor, but uh, I'm I'm feeling a little better, and uh, so I've certainly been watching the ball games and everything. And I apologize for not really uh, getting to this, uh, but it's kind of been secondary, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, yeah, this is episode 19, and since we last talk, uh, I uh, since we last spoke, uh, and then it titled in an episode that was titled, you know, State of the Yankees. The Yankees had just been swept by the lowly, you know, Chicago White Sox. And I was very not happy at all with the Yankees, with the organization, with uh, the way things are. Not everything about the organization, but with a lot of things, minor league system and the front office, pretty much. That's what I was upset with. Joe Girardi loved the guy. But then a funny thing happened over the last uh, 14 games. Uh, the Yankees would take two out of three from the Tigers at home in a crazy series. Uh, and the two games that the Yankees won, Mariano Rivera would go to, on to blow two of those games. And luckily, f- with uh, two walk-off hits from Brett Gardner, they were able to win those games. And at that moment, we were probably all thinking, boy, you know, and Mo goes through this, I think, every year, whether it's in the early part of the year, the middle part of the year or the end of the year. But I've always felt over Mo's uh, career that he always goes through a little spell where he's not pitching as well as he normally does. It's He's not perfect, but yet he's he's had this career that is, you know, as perfect as you can get that when he does mess up, no matter if it's just one time a year. You know, that magnifying glass comes up because he's one of the few things that we look at as like foolproof. Um, but, uh, you know, it was two incredible games. And but at the end of the day, the Yankees had won two out of three. And I must admit, I felt weird about that series. It's like, yeah, we won two out of three. But how are we going to go forward if our closer is not going to be where he is? It's it's it, you know, it would sort of makes sense if that's the way things would go because that's the way it seems the season has been going when the Yankees get great pitching they they weren't getting enough hitting when they did get hits they weren't getting the pitching it was just kind of that up and down season so in my book even though we won two to three I wasn't I was sort of weary um and then here came the angels and uh and also you know uh 
a team that's really kind of handled us for since 96, even though we did beat them in 2009 in the ALCS, that was huge for us. The angels are having a horrible series and uh, it was a big series for the Yankees as usual. The angels are out of it. Um, any way you look at it, the angels are out of it. Um, and the Yankees took three out of four and uh, could have won that fourth game, which I was greedy about. I wanted that series. I wanted that fourth one, but they won the series. And for the first time in a long time, won two series in a row and won two ball games in a row. Um, and so it was a great series for the Yankees. And, uh, you know, two back to back games in that series where the Yankees won 14 to 7 and 11 to 3. And, uh, you know, you couldn't say that for a long time. But uh, with everybody coming back uh, and with protection for Cano now, Suriano, who's been on fire, uh, was the player of the week last week. With I hate to admit, with Cockrod back, giving protection, uh, with Granderson back, makes the Yankees line up longer, gives them actual depth now on the bench, um, and everybody seems to be playing well, and uh, the little guys are doing better. You know, Romine is up to like two twenty. Nobody would have thought that early in the year, and uh, as I said last time, I think he should be able to get that position of uh, be the starting catcher. Uh, I think he's deserved to play more. And I just, he's a really feisty guy. And I, I just like the way he plays baseball. No uh, offense to Chris Stewart. But I think we've seen that Chris Stewart is not an everyday catcher. Um, so the Yankees, okay, now we've, you know, two out of three from the Tigers, three out of four from the Angels. And then we go up to Boston. And you knew before that, that when that, you know, because, you know, Alex coming back, or sorry, Cockrod coming back uh, against the Tigers. And it was pretty much 50-50 uh, of, the, of the Yankee Stadium reaction. Uh, and I must admit, I, there was a game against the Angels when he got a base hit. And I, at first I didn't realize it. But, you know, it's like, hey, base hit, two-run score. And I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, ugh. You know, this guy just sort of, ugh. You know, he's like. I guess he's kind of like somebody, I always used to say this about Clemens, he's kind of like somebody in your family that you don't like, but, you know, he's part of your family, and you love him, and, you know, but Alex Rodriguez just, I just, you know, he makes my skin crawl. Anyway, obviously the reaction in Fenway was huge. Uh, uh, it seemed to grow as the days went on there, and on that Saturday, uh, Sunday night, the ESPN game, chance of you're a cheater, you're a cheater, uh, at first, they thought somebody thought that it, they were saying. I think on Friday night's broadcast, Michael K thought they were saying "You're not Jeter," which would have been a really good chant as well. <laughs> "You're not Jeter," um, but uh, the Yankees surprised. I wanted a sweep, and that's what I had called for. But uh, you know, that's me. But the Yankees did win two out of three. They they beat up on the Sox on that Friday night, ten to three. Uh, sadly, they. They made a lot of mistakes and uh, on the Saturday game, and they lost 6-1. to one. It was a game that was winnable, though, and, and that's what I like. Even the games that they've been losing lately are kind of winnable. Um, and then the, the Sunday night game, which was a huge game, which they were down 4 nothing, I believe. And if I'm incorrect, I have no notes. I've not been keeping any notes. I'm just I'm doing this pod on the fly. I'll try to bring back some notes as I go on uh, for the rest of the season. But uh, the Yankees were down in this one, and once they were down, I really didn't think they were coming back. But, again, this is a different lineup, and they definitely 
they are the Bronx Bombers again. They hit home runs. They, you know, they, they, once you can hit home runs as a baseball team, it changes everything. And, you know, the tale of it's like a different Yankee team. I mean, it, it just is. And now you got Mark Reynolds playing first base. Uh, he's going to be platooning with Overbay. And I think that's a, that was a good move. And I think, uh, I believe his first that batty hit a home run. So it was like, all right, welcome to the club. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, we've, uh, you've probably heard about it tons of times, but uh, I forgot, uh, Mark, uh, it's named Dempster, uh, Dumpster for the Red Sox, uh, hit Alex Rodriguez. Well, he tried to hit him on the first pitch, which missed, and then the next two pitches were inside, and then finally hit him in the back on the fourth pitch. And uh, Girardi just came flying out of the dugout, pissed off. And I think he, what he was pissed off about is that Okay, now, you know, Alex gets hit, and then both both teams, now the umpire says both teams are warned. And Girardi's upset because why am I, why are you warning me? Throw this guy out. He doesn't get thrown out. Uh, he was eventually fined and got five days suspension, which really isn't nothing because the way the schedule turns out, he, he's not going to miss a day. You know, the, the Sox have two days off, so he's not going to even miss a, miss a start. It's it's bogus, um, but it fired. It seemed to fire up the Yankees, uh, and obviously a rod on his next at bat, three run home run. Um, Gardner with a huge triple, clearing the bases. Yankees would win this one, eight nine to six, huge win. Um, and uh, yeah, the Yankees have been playing good, but uh, it seems that you know they. I don't know if they ra- You know, everybody's saying they're rallying around Rodriguez. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they are. Um, but uh, it's been an interesting time with the guy here. And uh, so anyway, uh, then the Yankees would have a day off on that Monday, the 19th. And in the last four days, they would play a doubleheader on Tuesday, swept that 8-4 and 3-2. to two. And then Wednesday, they would win it 4-2. to two. And then yesterday, they would win 5-3. So yeah, I think they've won 11 out of 14. I could be wrong. Yeah, 11 out of 14 they've won. Um, in the last two weeks, they're now only six games back of the Red Sox. Uh, they're only a half game behind Baltimore. And uh, they are five behind Tampa, who they play this weekend for a huge three-game set. They don't really play that well down down there in Tampa. So hopefully the Yankees can again take two out of three or hopefully get a sweep here. Tampa's been playing uh, good baseball. Um, but uh, the Yankees are now 68-59. and 59. Uh, like I said, six games back, and they're only three games back in the wild card with uh, who's in front of them here. Uh, now I'll send my internet doesn't want to work. But the Yankees are three games back, and that's all you really need to know. I believe Baltimore is in front of them, Tampa is in front of them, and uh, Oakland. And uh, right now the Yankees look to be in the driver's seat. They've got everything set up the way they want. I mean, if you're a team that's that close for a playoff push, you've got everything in front of you because except for, I believe nine or 10 games out of the about 30 plus games left in the season, Yankees play everybody in the East. So at the end of the year, they have nobody to blame, but themselves. They, everything is there for the taking they've got for the rest of the month. We've got three against the Rays and we go up to Baltimore or we go up to uh, Toronto on Monday for three. 
Uh, the Yankees are 12 and one against Toronto. So we got to keep that up. And then we have the Orioles in town next weekend. So everybody is right there for the taken. The White Sox come into town who are horrid, even though they did sweep the Yankees. So you can't take them for granted. Then we have four huge games with the Red Sox here at Yankee Stadium the first week in September. Again, they play the Orioles for another four. Then we have the Red Sox for another three, the Blue Jays for three. Uh, the San Francisco Giants come in for three. Uh, and then we got the Rays and the Astros. So everything you could possibly want is there for the taken. So here are the standings. Uh, the Yankees are three and a half back in the wild card. They are half a game behind Baltimore. Uh, they're a game behind Cleveland, and Cleveland's really hung around. Um, and Oakland, and right now it's Oakland and Tampa Bay who are both um, pretty much tied What's the what's the, the Tampa Bay seventy two and fifty three Oakland seventy one and fifty five uh, they are both the wild card leaders and so the Yankees are fighting for their for their lives but at least they're in the they're in you know we can talk about the playoffs um, the one thing I really wanted and I didn't expect it I mean there was a point where I, I always hold that hope I, I'm always a positive person and I always feel like yeah, there was going to be hope. We're going to pull this out. But it was getting to the point of, uh, boy, you know, maybe they're not going to make it this year. Um, but it's nice that at least September is going to be exciting, and I feel like it'll be exciting. Uh, CC had a good game. Uh, he had an okay game in Boston, but he held it He held it in there. Um, and he was throwing much harder at the end of that game. So if anything, that game was a really, uh, that for that Sunday night game against the Red Sox, if anything about that game, let's forget about Alex Rodriguez, but it sort of heightened the rivalry, which had sort of been a little dull lately. And that was kind of a nice thing to come out of that. Um, Yankees and Red Sox have kind of been a little dull um, I guess after 2003, 2004, it's hard. After that, everything is kind of passe. Nothing is going to, I don't know if anything could ever be as exciting as those two years were. Um, but uh, the Yankees are right now, you know, in a position to do well. Um, Husey pitching better. Uh, Nover has been pitching great and he didn't even have his good stuff uh, his last game, but was able to still go almost seven innings gets the win there against um, who they just play, the Blue Jays. Um, obviously, Kuroda has been fantastic. Uh, take away his bad start last week against the Sox. Um, uh, Pettit has been pitching better. So, you know, right now you feel like everything is starting to gel really nicely. And, and we still have the captain who should be back. Uh, he's supposedly going to be playing they said that he'd have two games in Scranton tonight would be his second game and uh, we hope to have him back uh, good timing because Jason Nix looks like he's out for the year uh, it sucks for him uh, I love Jason Nix if you've listened to his podcast you know I'm a big Nixie fan uh, and after he had a great night uh, against the Blue Jays where he tied up the game on a home run and then get a walk-off hit to beat the the Blue Jays in the next night uh gets uh, plunked on the hand so broken hand he's probably out for the year you know might see him for the playoffs but uh, it's just amazing how many players the Yankees have gone through um, but yeah that's it folks uh, I'm sorry that I was away uh, and I must admit that it, it feels good to do this again and um, you know uh, I'm kind of pissed because I was 
so wanting to go to the ball game on Tuesday. It was hat day and I never get to go to hat day. Uh, or any, you know, I was planning, I was going to get there early because they only give it to the first 18,000 people. I was going to leave, get there early, get my hat, but that's not going to happen. Anyway, I hope to be the more games, uh, through the stretch. Uh, and I think my next game would be, uh, next, uh, Saturday against Baltimore. So that'll be a good, good game to go at, go to. Um, I help. Uh, also, I'm sorry, my brain, uh, I don't know how I'm sounding. I can hear myself in the headphones and my voice is a little crunchy. I haven't had any coffee this week. Uh, I haven't had a cigarette, which is great this week. Um, so, and I hope to keep that up. Um, but, uh, it's kind of a scary week for me in the sense that I, I don't really ever, I don't get sick that much. The last time I remember I was sick was maybe like 2008 and I had the flu. I didn't realize I had the flu for like, until like the third day. And I was like, somebody's like, I think you have the flu. And I was like, Oh, I just, it's not usually, you know, I'll get sick for a day or two, but not for like three, four days. And so it's a little scary when you realize how, you know, any, you know, just a little flu bug or whatever is going on right now, uh, can just take you down. So, and I think I'm a pretty healthy person except for the cigarettes. I think I'm a pretty healthy person. Um, anyway, folks, it's been a pleasure. Um, and I hope to have a little bit more in depth and some more stats and everything, but right now it, it feels good to be a Yankee fan. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see that even big poppy said that, uh, he thought that Ryan Dempster, or he didn't even say Demps. He, he kind of didn't say Dempster at first, but he said he thought that the Red Sox was a bad decision for them to do that and that they were waking up a sleeping giant. That's nice to know that, uh, you know, this Yankee team has a lot to, I feel like there's a lot of baseball left and, uh, it's a long season. That's why they always say it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Anyway, folks, uh, thank you for listening. This was the 19th episode of I bleed pinstripes. And, uh, just to let you know, Currently, Chris Stewart wears number 19, uh, but here are a few other notable Yankees who've worn number 19 and some not so notable. Uh, Romero Pena, who I think is down in Atlanta and who also, I think, broke his hand but is out for the season. Kevin Cash. Does anybody remember Kevin Cash? Chad Moeller. <laughs> Chad the Dentist Moeller. Uh, Chris Bosk. Boy. Uh, Tyler Clippard, who's now, I believe, with the Nationals, if I'm not wrong, and was their closer for a bit. Kevin Thompson. Bubba Crosby, who I think was our opening day center fielder for two years back in the 2000. Al Leiter, 2005 wore it. Uh, and uh, obviously Aaron Boone wore it proudly in 2003. Um, Robin Ventura wore it for two years. So a lot of good 19s, actually. Luis Soho, uh, one of the most under unheralded. Well, I, I can't even say he's un, underrated or unheralded because I think everybody as a Yankee fan realized what a good ball player Luis Soho was, especially when pressure situations kind of came up. Uh, Luis Polonia in 2000 war number 19. I uh, was not a big fan of Luis Polonia. He was kind of a dirty guy. Uh, they always said a very good hitter, but a dirty guy. Uh, Roberto Kelly uh, in 2000 and his return to the Yankees. Remember, he was traded for uh, Paul O'Neill back in, uh, what was that, 93, 92? And that's kind of the change of the Yankees, of the modern day Yankees of this dynasty. Um, Jack McDowell, Blackjack, 95. Uh, I always remember the middle finger. I always like Blackjack. Uh, Bobby Ojeda, 94. 
Kevin Elster also in 94. Dion James. <laughs> oh man, Dion James, 92 to 93. But one of my growing up, one of my favorite Yankees, Dave Spaghetti Rigetti from 81 to 90. He wore ni- number 19 proudly. Uh, Brad Golden. <laughs> Uh, Dick Tidrow wore it proudly for five years. Fritz Peterson, um, Stan Williams, Bob Turley. Uh, who else is on here? Amazingly, Whitey Ford is on here in 1950. I believe he probably got called up for whenever he did. Because uh, I don't think he really started his career till 53, if I'm not wrong. But he he's retired as a Yankee as, as under number 16. And there's something I just saw today that Whitey Ford wore number 19. Um, also, Vic Rashi wore... Number 19 in 1947, Johnny Murphy, 34 to 46. So held that down for 13 years. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, I Because I didn't, uh, it's usually the way I've been starting the shows lately. It's it's fun to go back and see who wore those numbers. Um, I also didn't do number 18. And obviously Hiroki Kuroda has been wearing it proudly. And he's probably been our best pitcher for the last two years. Uh, Andrew Jones wore it in 2011. Chad Moeller, again, he, he wore also 19. Johnny Damon, who I never thought I would be a big Johnny Damon fan, but I was I became a big Johnny Damon fan. Again, Bubba Crosby, uh, something about the 18 and 19. But I think he, I'm guessing that he gave it up because Damon at, probably asked him for it. Uh, Andy Phillips. Always liked Andy Phillips, but he, he was never going to go anywhere in this Yankee organization. Uh, John Olerud, 2004. Homer Bush, in 2004, war number 18. Uh, one of my favorite Yankees of all time, and I think the best one of the best third basemen's ever. Scott Brosius, from 98 to 2001. Mike Stanley, in 97. Uh, that was his return to the Yankees. He was traded, I believe, before the 96s, or was let go. Was it uh, The Yankees let him go as a free agent. Um, right before they started winning a lot. Uh, Mariano Duncan, 96 to 97. Randy Velarde, who could forget Randy Velarde as a kid growing up? That I mean, Randy Velarde was always one of those good-looking guys. Uh, Claudel Washington, another favorite of mine, 86 to 88. I remember he ended, uh, he hit a walk-off home run in 18 innings against the Tigers one year. I was there. I was probably sitting in the last seat in the upper deck. Uh, Andre Robertson, I don't know if a lot of you remember him. I think he was in a car accident. That ended his career, but he had a big potential, but unfortunately it did not happen. Brian Doyle, 79-80, good Yankee. Tippy Martinez in 76. Uh, let's see here. Mike Kekich, I don't remember him, but I always hear the name. From 69 to 73, he wore number 18. And hey, Dom Larson from 55 to 59, uh, probably the most, most uh, popular person to ever wear this number. Uh, actually, I could be wrong because Whitey Ford is also on this list. He wore number 18 in 1950 as well. I got to figure out what was going on in 1950, why he wore two numbers. I, I'm guessing he probably came up and came down uh, for the minors. Uh, go back to 1931, Red Ruffing, and uh, I think that's it. Anyway, I think I filled some time. <laughs> that was good, and uh, I got to talk a little bit. Anyway, Jason will uh, edit this a little bit, a little bit, and uh, congratulations to Jason and his family. They're moving down to Santa Cruz. I think, uh, I don't know how you're going to get anything done down there, Jason. It's uh, one of the nicest places I've ever been to, um, and I love it down there. Anyway, folks, I will talk to you. I will talk to you after the Tampa Bay series. We'll get some good stuff in, and uh, I love you all. Thank you, guys. Bye.